Buenos dias. Uh, welcome <clears throat> to an episode of Pastor and His People. Today, we are in Paraguay uh, with uh, Casey Howell and Eddie Mushif. We are going to talk a little about their life here. Uh, guys, how you doing? We're doing good, man. <clears throat> we really love Paraguay so far. So, so far, so good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, is it nice to have your pastors here? Of course. It's the best. <laughs> <It's so fun. laughs> you are welcome to thank the church for sending us. Thank you, church. Thanks. We so appreciate much. it so much. <laughs> um, well, Addie, we'll, we'll start with you, right? So just tell us a little bit about some of the things you enjoy most about Paraguay. Um, I really like the speed of life. It's super tranquilo. It's super <laughs> chill. Um, but I really love the people. I love getting to talk to people. Um, and it's been really fun. Uh, Casey, how about you? I really like just how different it is here. Like, there's so many cultures, so I feel like every single day I'm learning something new, whether it's about Paraguayan culture or other cultures that um, have come here to live. And You get to talk to so many people from so many different places. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. So, Paraguay is kind of a unique place. Mm-hmm. Paraguay has lots of people traveling here, and not just traveling here, but moving here from all over the world. Where do people come from? Yeah, so there's a lot of European descent. There's a lot of people from Germany, um, Ukraine, Russia. There's a lot of um, people from Japan, China. So we get Taiwan. Yeah, we get lots of different people from a lot of different places. And even in South America, a lot of people move to Paraguay. So Paraguay is the most conservative country in South America. Um, and all these folks are coming in, right? They're bringing their, maybe some of their wealth and resources. Um, I, f- I found out that some of the reason why so much um, immigration has happened to Paraguay was the, Par- the Paraguayan government asked people to come because after losing so many men in some of the oh, yeah. two of the big wars that happened here, mm-hmm. um, so they really needed more uh, more folks to come, come and help repopulate the, uh, the nation. So it's interesting that all these groups are kind of coming in, right? Do they? Is there a lot of interaction amongst them? Sometimes, but people kind of like there are certain cities here that are just for Germans just for Japanese people and so like they kind of um, keep their culture to themselves like the whole town is their culture and their family their culture in the city it's a little different but yeah people kind of like restore their culture and just are really passionate about where they've come from and their like beliefs traditions and all of that and even the kids that go to school and are mixed in the schools will go back and when they're in their houses it's all just their own culture it's really interesting. Um, now, I was surprised to hear this, that you guys coming here from, you know, South Carolina, that you look like you belong here, right? Yes. Like, even though you're from South Carolina, um, why is that? Well, for me, at least, I look German. So there are a ton of Germans here in the city right next to our city. It's a German town. So I look like I just came from the city over. And then Addie looks French, and there's a lot of French people here, too. Yeah. So, without speaking, they would know that you guys are, yes. they would not know that you were not from here. We don't stand out too much. No. Okay. okay. I'm a little paler than the normal person here, but other than that, nobody's made me comment. Well, I, I, am, I, am, I, am, I feel that very, very close to my heart to that comment. Thank you, Eddie. Um, uh, so, tell us a little bit about your, the church, right? Iglesia Ciudad de Dios, Encarnacion. How's it going? It's been really cool. Um, a lot of, there actually are believers here who um, really love the Lord and have been praying for a church. So it's been really Gospel cool. preaching church for years. For years. And so it's been so cool um, that their prayers have brought us here, like you said the other day. Um, and 
so the church has been growing and we have 12 potential new members coming in, which is insane. And we're so blessed. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about that. I mean, I know that you know, we talk about, you know, gospel preaching, Bible believing churches all the time. We want healthy churches, iglesias sanas, right? Churches that really believe and teach the Bible. Largely in Paraguay, what is the church like? If they're not teaching and preaching the gospel, what is the church known for here in general? There's a lot of workspace, of course, South America, but there's also a lot of prosperity here. Um, and I don't know prosperity if that's, gospel preaching. Yes, yeah. gospel. Um, and I don't know if that's from other cultures primarily or not, but yeah. So you get a lot of different places. There's certain churches that are kind of take everything in. So they have some really good doctrine, really good like out um, like resources, but then they also have really bad resources all in the same church. So they uh, kind of just take whatever they get, um, and I think we see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I even heard to you know this week that a couple churches are actually are known for laundering money. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I found the Baptist that. Baptist here specifically. Yeah, which is really really sad. So, so these people move to Encarnacion, right, a town of four hundred thousand people, mm-hmm. and can't find a church <laughs> that that preaches the Bible faithfully mm-hmm. that. That tries to teach the, the doctrines of grace, um, and tell us a little bit. Do maybe one or two stories of, of folks from your church, in in particular, specifically, who had that story. There's one girl that we've gotten pretty close to, and in her last church, it was super like um, conservative. Like they weren't allowed to have wear makeup, weren't allowed to have their ears pierced. Like every detail of their life was like controlled, and it was like you can lose your salvation. All these things. And so for her to be a part of a church that, like, um, has grace and has the gospel is, like, incredible to hear. Um, and so, like, she gets to heal from some of that pain that she's experienced in the past. How about you? Anybody else? I just think about um, their husbands. They came, um, there's, yeah, their husbands, they came from a very legalistic church as well. And so, like, they were banned from wearing shorts. So, like, now, like, in the summer, like, they they couldn't do it. Like they weren't allowed to, it was like, you're not a believer because you're doing these things. And so now like we can hear their stories of like how sometimes they're at the beach and they're wearing like gym shorts and like they still have those like things in the back of their head and it's hard for them. So one of the places that we were staying right here in Paraguay, one of the places, the place we're staying (laughs) in the club, um, our hotel, the, uh, the manager here, um, Mm -hmm. uh, we were told that he had been praying for a gospel believing Bible preaching church for 10 years, wow. right? For 10 years until coming to the church, right? So it's pretty special the work that you guys are, are doing. Um, what, what's, uh, what's your typical day like? <laughs> well, every day differs it's with lots of changes as well, but we have um, Spanish classes, um, different like meetings with um, people, and then in the morning, it's more work-based. And in the afternoons and nights, we get to hang out with people from the church, potential members, get to know them, get to know their lives. Um, yeah. We drink a lot of mate. We stop in at people's shops. Wait, wait, wait. People are listening to this have no idea what mate right. is. Tell, tell us, Addie, what is mate? So mate is this cup with a bunch of, it's a special herb in it's it. It's called jerba. Jerba. And the whole cup is full of this herb. And you have a straw in it. And it's, you, like tea. it's like a tea. And you pour hot water in it. And you have this one straw in this cup, and you pass it around to a group of people. Yes. And you so everybody share sharing. the same straw, the same. Yes. So tea this is a post-COVID world. Yes. We share straws in the same cup, right? 
And what happens when someone shares their mate with you? What do you know? Your friends, that's like the level of friendship. So if someone offers you mate or derere, that's the cold version, you are friends. So that's been cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 really, it's really special, right? So you have mate with people. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I want to make sure people understand that the power of mate. Yeah. has a lot of power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what else, uh, what else do you do? You said you, then you hang out with people doing what? We just get to talk to them about their life. See, like that also helps us learn more about Paraguay, more about the surrounding countries. Um, but yeah, we get to hear crazy stories about how like they've never had a, a healthy church, or um, they're learning these things that maybe we neglect so much, like how to read the Bible, or yeah. what even like what is membership, what is the Lord's Supper, yeah. like all those things. Sometimes we, we take it for granted, the grace that God's given us, because we have it. We have the grace, and we have a, a church that of uh, that is cares for sound doctrine, that loves each other, has good membership, and practices the ordinances rightly. But when you don't have that, you don't realize what you're missing, yeah. right? Um, I really, um, you know, so Paraguayan culture seems like that people work in the morning, right? They have lunch. Lunch is the biggest meal of the day, right? Uh, which I appreciate. Uh, and then they have... Um, Three hours of rest time. Yeah, mm -hmm. they kind of rest. In some, some, some take a nap. Some just kind of go home. Mm -hmm. Then they they work more, or mm -hmm. they then just kind of go to late on the night. They work more, and then yep, they have their nighttime free dinner, hanging out with people at night. So sometimes during the afternoons, you guys just go to people's workplaces and just hang out with them. And yep, you just show up unannounced, and you can just sit in their shops and talk to them for hours. And mate. With mate, with all of it. So believe it or not, um, church family, that if you uh, get a job here in Paraguay, you actually get a mate break, right? Mm -hmm. You yes. have 15 minutes in the morning and the afternoon to get a mate break. Uh, very, very special there. Uh, all right, so Iglesia Ciudad, de Dios, Encarnacion, tell us some things that you're, you're seeing happen in the life of the church. Well, we see a lot of the different cultures in our church as well, and so it's cool seeing people from different like um, countries, um, wealth, backgrounds, all of that stuff, different jobs, super different jobs come together. And it's very, we've grown in family in the church. Like it definitely feels like a little family now. Um, so I've seen that. And just people are so hungry for the word, for learning, for all things. They want every single book that they could possibly get. Like it's crazy. And there aren't a lot of books here no. for them to read. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so a book costs, um, a good systematic theology book may cost $100. Or even just a good Christian book here would be $20, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the average uh, Paraguayan, right, makes about $400 a month, right? So to spend $20 on a book would be a huge investment, right? Yes. So. Uh, one of the ways we're trying to partner with this church is trying to get good, solid books to the people. Um, I found it really interesting, um, the importance of a church like Iglesia Ciudad de Dios, because, because people are coming from all different parts of the world, and yet they stay segregated. It seems like the church has a unique opportunity to kind of come together and say, you know, what, what mainly unites us is not our culture, it's not our language, but it, it's Christ. It's the shed blood of the Lamb who, who purchased a people from all tribe, language, and people to, to gather around the throne saying, worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Uh, and I've been, I think that's been ringing in my head ever, ever since we've been here, right? Hearing stories from uh, the pastors, Pastor Marcos and Pastor Willie, hearing your stories, just learning about Paraguay. It's been really, really encouraging uh, to see uh, God's work um, in the church and the potential, for sure. 
Um, and I just want to say this. I mean, uh, Pastor Victor brought this up, but it's been really encouraging to see your space that you guys are meeting in, right? Mm-hmm. You guys saw it transform, right? How bad was it when you walked in that place? It was like a garage, pretty much. Like, it was crazy, dirty. There was nothing there. There weren't walls. There was red dirt everywhere. Yes. Really? Yes. So you had to put it's the floor down? Yeah, we had to do everything in it. We had to paint. Well, we didn't paint the floor, but we had to, like, throw buckets on the floor yeah, to, like, clean it. Ten times yeah. to get all the dirt out. All the paneling, all the wood wasn't in there for all the paint wasn't in there. There was no furniture. There was a we had nothing. Echo. Yeah, the echo was awful. Yeah, like, it was hard to hear speak. anything on Sunday mornings, even yeah. once church started. Yeah, you guys have done so much work in there. And one of the cool things that we found out today, that Pastor Victor pointed out, and Marcos just kind of said offhandedly that a lot of the renovations that were made in the church were actually from a donation that our church gave, right? That we actually gave through the, some of the money that uh, was given to Park, kind of came over Park from Soli de Gloria, mm-hmm. right? So by God's grace, the, the faithfulness of of a church four years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Help to, to get a, a solid sanctuary space for a church in Paraguay years later. So uh, praise God. Uh, well, as we think about uh, how we can care for you guys, right, as a church, what are some things that you would just maybe want to share with the people? Maybe either thank them or, hey, this, these are things that we could, we could use more of. We definitely want to ask more for prayers. And um, first of all, thanks so much for all my birthday letters. That was awesome. Um, that really made me so happy for my birthday, and I'm still getting letters now. So, like, that was really cool. So, if you love writing letters, we are always down for that. Um, texts here and there. Um, yeah, the messages that we've gotten from people have been super encouraging and really brighten up our days, especially when Spanish is hard and yes. other things hard. <laughs> yeah. so, A little English message here and there is awesome. <laughs> yes. uh, and I would just say this, um, you know, sometimes when, when, when we send our missionaries that we love them, but then our lives get busy and we forget about them, right? So the more we can reach out to these young ladies um, and support them, that's just going to help unite us closer and closer together. So uh, well, how can we be praying for you? Definitely as we continue with language learning and learning the culture here, um, but then outreach as well, like meeting people. It's pretty hard to meet people here our age and non-believers in general. So um, just so I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that. So one okay. of the reasons why it's hard to meet people is that most people just kind of do everything around their homes with their mm-hmm. families. And there's really not like the, a coffee shop culture, no. right? You drink mate, but mate with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't really kind of go places to meet people, right? No. But you are doing a little bit of volleyball. That's kind yeah. of a, an avenue where we you're meeting some volleyball folks. volleyball club, so we get to go to the beach and play volleyball and meet people our age, people who are in the university. So that's been good too. Yeah, and these people are, are non-Christians, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Addie? Um, Anything that you'd want to maybe add in terms of how we could pray for you? Yeah, I think everything Casey said, and then um, just for us to have boldness and to like be able to talk to people despite mm-hmm. Spanish and all these yes. things, um, and for us to be able to continue to build relationships in the church and encourage them to also have outreach with their families and friends, so for us to be able to help connect mm-hmm. some of that. And then continuing strong relationship with our team here, our two pastors' families. Yeah. Amen. Let's pray. Uh, Father, we thank you so much for Casey and Addie and their, um, uh, their work here in Paraguay. We do pray for Iglesia Ciudad, uh, de Dios en la Conexión. We pray your grace would be upon them, Father. We pray that they would be a, a city of God, Lord, that they, people would see the, the diversity and, and the commonality they have in Christ, Lord. 
that this church would be used to be a beacon of hope and light. We do pray, God, that you would continue to help both Casey and Addie develop um, wisdom and knowledge in, in their Spanish language, and not just the, the, the vocabulary, but just the nuance of the language so they can communicate the gospel well and use that to develop deep relationships. We do pray, God, that you would help them uh, make friends um, their own age and uh, be able to use their uh, their their unique place in life uh, as, as, uh, as a way to reach people for the gospel of the Lord Jesus. So, Father, we pray your hand of grace and blessing would be upon them. We are so proud of them um, as, as a family, as a church church family. Thank them so much for their, their willingness to, to give their lives for the, for the cause of Christ, uh, to sacrifice family and, and friends uh, for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that you would bless them uh, and that you would return them uh, uh, back to them, uh, deep friendships and uh, core families that they can support and grow with you. Uh, so, Father, we love you and we submit all this to you in Jesus' name. Amen.